I just got back from a uh, leading a student tour to uh, Prague and Vienna and Bratislava, uh, or in German, Pressburg. Uh, three uh, places that were extraordinary centers of uh, Jewish community and Jewish learning, thriving communities. Prague, uh, the very fact that the uh, it's an amazing thing, the Alt Neuschul, or the uh, what they call the Old Neuschul, which was the main synagogue of Prague, has been in almost continuous use for since about the 13th century. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. I mean, over 800 years, um, here is, well, close to 800 years, uh, this shul's been in operation. To daven there, to pray there, is really quite something, quite amazing to see there the uh, chair in which the Maharal uh, sat and the uh, symbols of the Jewish community and and a uh, cover for the Ark that dates back to 1400 and it's it's unbelievable the the history there Vienna the beautiful Stadt Temple um, also quite incredible to see the uh, very beautiful synagogue we were given a tour by the chief rabbi and of course in Bratislava the uh, virtually the only Jewish remains there are now the tomb. Uh, the uh, uh, tomb of the Chassam Soifer, of Moshe Soifer, who was the famous rabbi of uh, Bratislava, Pressburg, and established the uh, yeshiva there. And um, just a few observations. It's type of interesting. We were standing in Vienna and uh, at one of the palaces. The, I, I forgot what it's called. It was the main palace of the Habsburgs, uh, not the summer palace called the Schönbrunn, which is magnificent, but the other one, which is in the center of town, we're standing in the square there. I'm looking at the architecture. It's absolutely one of the most mag- magnificent buildings I have seen. And the balcony is looking really familiar to me. And I realized that that was a balcony at which Hitler stood and gave a speech which sparked off the pogroms of Kristallnacht. So, uh, and I, I think, you know, to, to a certain degree, much of Europe has that type of contradiction. You know what I mean? We see this beautiful architecture, and uh, this is where Hitler stood to spark off pogroms. We go to the Schönbrunn Palace, magnificent, beautiful palace, great artwork and architecture, and the gardens are stunning. And, of course, this is the the palace where Maria Theresa uh, lived, the uh, Roman Catholic empress of the uh, Habsburg Empire, who, of course... Uh, was oppressed the Jews beyond demand. I mean, confined to ghetto and restrictions and, and the familial laws that only one member of the family could marry and the rest had to leave. Or I mean, just continuous, continuous oppression and suppression of the Jewish people came out of these places. You know, just looking at the study there and you say, okay, wonderful, there's Franz Joseph, who, of course, uh, was famous for his emancipation declarations. But even that did not grant the Jews full citizenship, did not grant them equal rights. Uh, it was much more a matter of trying to assimilate the Jews, uh, giving them equal rights only on condition, for example, that they'd attend German language schools and that they'd teach them uh, the st- state curriculum. And uh, basically, in the words of a French legislator, to the Jews as Jews, nothing. To the Jews as individuals, everything. And uh, even that everything was not uh, was not a lot. And you see the same, uh, you know, you, I, I, you see railway tracks in these places, and you can't help but think these railways were used to uh, ship my ancestors uh, not that long ago to concentration camps. Uh, in Prague, in the synagogue itself, there's a very interesting inscription on one of the walls there. It says, Nislabnu Hakoslim. The walls were whitewashed, and it gives you a date 
when the walls of the Alt Neuschul were whitewashed. It's a very, very strange, strange inscription. And the story behind it is, uh, is, is the fact that in the, um, 1400s, there was a horrific pogrom in the Alt, in, in Prague. Um, it was uh, based on desecrating the host libel, the claim that the Jews would steal the wafer from the church, torture it, and the uh, Christian uh, so-called witnesses would come forth and say they heard the Jesus crying and they saw blood coming out of the wafer, garbage like that. In any case, the uh, Jews were massacred for the um, for this libel of desecrating the host, and um, one of them was Rabbi Vigdor Kara who was very, very famous. He was not massacred, but he saw his parents killed. Jews took refuge in the Alt Neuschul because it had thick walls. It was built fortress-like, as many synagogues were for the simple reason of protection from Christian mobs during the times of pogroms. They took refuge in the the synagogue, but it didn't help them. The mob burst into the synagogue and uh, massacred people uh, right there in the Alt Neuschul synagogue. And their blood was spattered on the walls. And uh, the Maharal of Prague the great Rabbi Yehuda Lerva, the greatest rabbi of Prague, forbade them from whitewashing the, the walls. He did not allow the community to whitewash the walls because he said, as the verse says in Lamentations, Eretz al don't let the earth cover the blood, let's see the blood and let's realize what was done to our people in this place. And if you look at the date that the walls were whitewashed, it's a few years after the death of the Maharal. Evidently, the community, after he died, uh, felt that they wanted to whitewash the walls and cover over that blood. But um, but the sentiment of the Maharal, don't let the blood cover over the earth, is something which, to me, I think was uh, was very, very important. To look at Vienna... Right, and to walk through there and to see the beauty of the streets and to know that those streets, uh, those beautiful cobblestone streets in the expensive shopping areas, uh, one of the things that the, that the, that the Viennese, the Austrians did, uh, to the Jews was to force rabbis to, to, uh, to get down on their hands and knees and scrub the streets. Uh, you know, you look at the beautiful shopping plazas and you remember that there were signs up there, you know, on the Jewish stores, don't buy here, owned by a Jew. And, um, and you know, I feel that to a great degree in much of Europe, the blood has been covered over. Uh, you don't see the, you don't see it, uh, you know, there are beautiful tourist sites. One, one shocking um, site in Prague uh, was the uh, statue there's a crucifix uh, with Jesus on it, and around the crucifix on the Charles on the Charles Bridge, around that crucifix on the Charles Bridge, is a um, is um, the Hebrew lettering Kadosh 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 Holy 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 is the Lord of Hosts in in large gold Hebrew letters. And uh, I saw one of the tourist brochures from the Prague Tourist Bureau says what a beautiful. Um, uh, I guess a beautiful synthesis of two cultures to show how well they got along here, the Jews and the Christians. Here is a statue of Jesus on the cross, and around it is the Hebrew letters of this verse, um, which is "Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of Hosts." Now, the truth of the matter is, uh, it's not a it's not a uh, sign of synthesis; it's a sign of anti-Semitism. Because if you look at the inscription on the uh, on the base of that statue, which is in Latin, Czech and if I remember correctly, German, and you know the history of it, you will know 
that actually the reason it was put up there was because there was a Jew who was accused of blasphemy. Unfortunately, he was framed by another Jew, which makes it even more tragic. And he was accused of blasphemy, uh, which, of course, a trumped-up accusation. He was tortured by the church, and they knew how to torture. They made waterboarding look like a sport. And uh, he confessed to it. They confiscated his money imprisoned him for a while, more torture, They and they took the money, and as atonement, so to speak, for his blasphemy, uh, they built, they put the letters of a holy verse from our Torah around the statue of Jesus. And actually, if you look at the Latin, it still says it, that this was in judgment of blasphemus judeus, the blasphemy of the Jews against Jesus. So, there you go. People look at this and they say, oh, it's beautiful, nice gold letters, and uh, but no one really knows the history. The blood, so to speak, has been covered over. So it's always with mixed feelings that I uh, go to Europe. On the one hand, I do enjoy the architecture and the beauty and the culture, and uh, I, I enjoy many, many aspects. All the things that most tourists enjoy, I love and enjoy in Europe as well. But as a Jew, it's impossible for me to not keep having these thoughts of Hitler on the balcony of rabbis cleaning the sidewalks of Vienna, of the uh, blasphemy, so-called blasphemy of the Jews, and of the whitewashing of the walls of the uh, of the Alt-Neuschul. To a certain degree, much of it has been whitewashed, and especially reminded of it by a German Nazi doctor being awarded a prize in Germany today. What more of a whitewash could you have than someone being awarded a medical prize for his experimentations on Jews in the concentration camps? Well... Okay, maybe next week when I've recovered from my Europe trip will be a little more upbeat. But uh, that's it for today. Thanks very much.